Goddess Misha, nice to see you guys again. All right, all right, all right. All right, this is a beautiful Tuesday, and uh, we're going to be talking about faith. Now, I kind of switched up how I phrased it. I called it faith as a strawberry seed. You see, you know, you know, in, in religion, they say, you know, you got to have faith of a mustard seed. And from my understanding, strawberry seeds are a whole lot smaller. And that's the type of faith that I'm trying to have. You know what I'm saying? And Goddess Misha has been definitely trying to help me get there. You know what I'm saying? Because, um, yeah, I, I want to walk in faith. It's just a not by sight thing that I'm not too cool with. And, you know, we're going to figure out. But we're going to talk about it today. We're going to be talking about that. So this was your topic, Misha. So you are the, you know, the designated expert on this. So go ahead and take it away and tell them how this is done. All right. All right. These guys. So. Um, going to connect this to childhood traumas, you know, when you are um, a child and 
you are born into an environment where you have to kind of be responsible and have control of your situations at a young age, um, that kind of removes that faith part, right? Because now every day when we wake up, we're in control. We have to be in control of making sure that our environment stays safe, right? And so when you grow up as an adult, it can be really hard to release that feeling of having to be in control all the time. And so how do we get to that point of releasing control? Because it's only with the releasement of the control that you're able to bring in your manifestations. Because as long as you're trying to control everything, you're not in the receiving energy. And if you're not in the receiving energy, then you're missing the opportunities and the gifts that spirit tries to bring you on a daily day-to-day basis. And it's literally day-to-day. It's not once a year. It's not twice a year. It's only once a year that you're in receiving mode in reality. But every day, all day, spirit's trying to give us gifts and messages to show us that we are loved and on the right path. And so um, you see a lot of adults that try to... um, hold on to control in their relationships, hold on to control in their job fields, their work fields, um, with their children. They try to be really controlling of their lives. And all this does is create um, resistance and stagnancy in those relationships or environments that you're working in. And so um, affirmations are a great way to release control because all of this starts in our mind, right? And so um, if you're able to stop yourself in the middle of a controlling thought or a thought where you're just being very um where you're overwhelmed with what to do or where you have a lot of anxiety on the outcome of something um if you could stop yourself in those thoughts and have a simple thought like everything is okay i am taken care of everything is provided for me daily i get everything that i need and if it's something that I want and it's in my path of alignment, then it will come to me. And so it's really a mind thing when it comes to releasing control. We um, tend to make things and situations bigger in our head than what it really is. Um, a lot of times we create situations and um create this fear within ourselves that we can't really release or talk ourselves out of because we've made it so big. And so being able to nip that in the bud, the sooner the faster. You can go all day worrying and stressing, or you can spend five minutes worrying and stressing. Um, It's really about that discipline with your mind control um, and the reprogramming of yourself. Because in reality, um, I know in Christianity, they talk about it like worrying is a sin. Like you're not supposed to worry. along with a lot of other stuff, the energy of worrying is not, is contradicting to the energy of receiving because you can't receive and worry at, at the same time. It's impossible. You can't have multiple energies at once. Like you can, but not on that difference of the scale. Like you can be excited and joyful and and happy and, and all these frequencies at once, but you can't be happy and miserable at the same time. You know, you can't be um trusting and worrying at the same time and so you have to choose which energy you're going to be in every day you know um it's a day-to-day minute-by-minute choice on what thoughts you're going to think um and that's where a lot of our worrying comes from a lot of our control comes from is is unnecessary worrying 
about things that we really have no control over. You don't have no control over if that person's gonna leave or not. All you have control over is yourself, you know? And if there's things in a relationship that you should, you could do to make the relationship better, then that's up to you to do it. But it's not up to you to try to hold on to that relationship if that person doesn't wanna be in the relationship. It's not for you to try to control what schools your children go to or what fields your children work in when it's their lives and it's them that's got to work it. And if they're not happy doing it, they're not going to stay in it anyways. You're just going to waste your money putting them in it. And then they're going to come to the epiphany that they're an adult and that they don't want to work it. And they're not going to, they're going to leave and drop out. And then you're going to be upset because you wasted your money. But in reality, that was you that forced them, forced that control onto them. You know, it's not the responsibility to hold it. So, um, really, oh, I was supposed to, I, I was supposed to chime in there. You know what I'm saying? You was on, you was on a roll. I'm, I'm letting, I'm letting you flow. You know what I'm saying? You was on a roll and I'm listening. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and maybe I, and maybe this is me. I don't know. I guess we're supposed to do the devil's advocate thing now. I guess that, that, that's where we are supposed to be getting at. So when I think of how things should be and how things are, that's where things get confusing for me. It's like everything you're saying, I totally get, and I absolutely do my due diligence, you know what I'm saying, to apply that, you know, on a daily basis, especially with reoccurring situations. My always first thought is, you know, lesson, I see you ancestors, all that good stuff. And I can totally see how that would work if fully, if we were in the climate we're supposed to be in. You know, if we were back when our ancestors, you know, saying we're hunters and gatherers and all that, I can see just how all of these principles just would make sense and go through life. But then when you talk about how we are living now, when you say control, it's not that easy to just say, you know what I'm saying? It, about control. It, like, it, it is, it is, it is. And now it's, it's, it makes it difficult. That's the, the more difficult path. That is the more difficult path, right? But it's still a path that's, that's able to be taken. So let me finish. Hear me out. When you like, when you sang, when you gave the example about controlling children, about where they go and all that stuff like that, I totally agree. You should not force your child to um, pick a particular profession, you know what I'm saying, and whatnot. But, we live in a world where you absolutely have to guide your kids. So you do have a level of controlling of what they do and how they do that. No, there's a difference between guiding and controlling. Guiding is when you plant seeds. This is what I would do in this situation. Or this is, this is all the options that I see you have in this situation. Now they're going to choose what they want to do, but I planted the seed of what the better option I feel is. Let me give you an example. Okay. Your 13 year old wants to go to some party or she wants to go somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Because all of her friends, because remember, you're talking about children who don't have experience who are just going, you know what I'm saying? And they're, they want aware, that. And they're not aware of certain, you know what I'm saying? Um, problem like you got child trafficking out here. You know what I'm saying? You got people snatching up babies. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, but these all with people. These see, again, you're saying you have, and that's where you. It's about 
thought, right? So I'm never not thinking about my daughter's safety. But once I trust the people that she's around, I'm not going to neglect her experiences because of a bunch of fears and, rea and realities that's not our reality, you know? My job is to go and make sure that I'm comfortable with every being that she's going to be around outside of my presence. What if you're not? See, and this what is what I mean. What if it doesn't happen? It doesn't go down. What, what if she? What if she wants to go around people that she has you energetically that, know? That's her. not good. No, she's wanted that. She's wanted that, and we've had to explain to her. Okay, and I understand that you're attached to these friends, but because of X, Y, and Z, we feel like it'd be better for you to have distance. And she respects that. She can't do nothing but respect it because it's not optional at that point. You just controlled her. You may have you may have said it in a different way, but you just told your daughter she can't do something. And that's what I'm trying to get at. You're saying that you're just allow you're gonna just allow her to be free, and that's not true. You do have a level of control over her life. Now, mm -hmm. if you don't feel like as long as you're cool with the energy, as long as you know that it's safe, then yeah, you're gonna let her thrive. You're not going to control every aspect of it. But if right. you know and spirit is telling you. That's that those people, you're going to have to pull rank. You're not going to let your 13 year old go right. into the lion's den. You're right. I try not to pull rank. I try not to pull ranks because I don't want her to feel like I'm a dictator or that I am controlling her. But you're right. There are situations like I, I know, and I have to, I have to tell her I'm pulling out the mommy card. Like at this point, like whenever I, you know, I went and got her um, at the end of the school year, you know, it was like, that's not an option. Like that has to happen. You have to come down here with me. And you know, she's like, okay. But that's when, when I get in mommy mode and I put my foot down like that, she knows it's really like, okay. It's really serious. Yeah. That's dope that your daughter, you and your daughter have that relationship and clearly you've instilled in her, you know what I'm saying? That trust. But when you're talking about the average family, the average parents, the average kids, that's not the situation. So this is where I'm looking for those salute. I'm looking for the balance in that because like I said, I hear everything you're saying and I agree with everything you're saying, but sometimes that does not fit the mold because we're not where we're supposed to be. It's like these barriers have been put and on purpose. And I know this has been done on purpose, but how do you maneuver around, maneuver around that? Because I'm listen, I listen to parents, you know what I'm saying? Who say, you know, I've done everything that I could. I've tried to teach them this and then a third, but they stray anyway. So it's like, how do you, and another thing, when I was growing up, there was a certain way. I, my mother wasn't violent and, you know what I'm saying, she wasn't, uh, you know, overly with the whipping, but she absolutely did that because my grandparents, oh, they they, they um, led with an iron fist. My grandmother used to launch shit at my mom's when, you know what I'm saying, if she, you know, if she got out of line. So my mom didn't do that to me, but she made sure there was a level that she did control certain situations to protect me because I don't know, you know what I'm saying, certain things. Well, this is just like my little sister. Shout out to my baby. It's my family's birthday week. Okay. My baby turns 18 today. Ah, she's 18, y'all. Like, ah, and with that, her turning 18 today, we gotta have faith like a mustard seed, faith like a strawberry seed, all the small seeds. We gotta have faith because our girl is 18. This is my mom's youngest baby. My mom is an empty nester. Like, she's gonna be an empty nester soon, you know. Like, and I had to like let my mom know, like, at this point whether it was everything she needed to know or not, like 
now she's 18. That it's automatic at 12 a.m. Like she an adult, you know, she's gonna wanna. Oh no! Letting us know that sister. And so, um, you know, at this point, she's an adult now. So it's definitely gonna be a, she's wanting to do her own thing. And my mom's gonna have to trust that my little sister's core is made up of the right morals, you know? Like, she can't control her anymore. No, nah, she can't. That. And that's where, and that's, you know, where I guess where my questioning, you know, comes from. Because again, we're not like, children are not like they were when we were growing up or when our parents were growing up. And things are different because. Children have a lot more, you know what I'm saying, rights to themselves and, and you know, a, a voice of their own. And I see the pros and the cons in it. You know what I'm saying? This generation has does not have the level of respect that we do. Right. You see what I'm saying? They, but that's they, all based on the... But, but, hear, but hear me out. That's based off of this control that you speak of. The reason why a lot of us are not disrespectful is because our parents led with an iron fist. If you didn't do this, this, that, and the third, you got your ass whooped. There was consequences to your to those actions if you did something. Right. Now, because children are supposed to be free and they're supposed to, you know, be able to take care of all this other stuff, now they feel like they can, they're on your level as an adult. But we have to also think we're playing them because that 13 is technically in the we're talking about like religious 13 was the age of like where you went to adult. I don't play my daughter like she's a child or like she should only be thinking about child things because the reality is she is very well aware and very well opinionated on the world that she lives in right now. She is like she sees everything going on. She has her own opinions about everything going on in the world. You know, her own feelings, her own missions on ways that she wants to help. She's already receiving that. So she's not, you know, a lot of the children right now are older souls than us. There are a lot of our grandparents and stuff that's been passing away the last two to 15 years, you know. Like these children, I, I, I do see them as a different breed than us. Like, and for the, especially for the parents, the ones in our generations who were mindful enough to make sure their children weren't vaccinated, who had home births, who, you know, who have kept their children pure, homeschooled, you know, outside and away from all of this worldly programming. Like they were talking about how there's, um, there was, I was watching one of these conferences and it was a mom upset in the, the conference talking about how her daughter in her school curriculum three days out of the week was LGBTQ talk. It was yeah. like the topic is the, the class curriculum is LGBTQ. I bet. And you know, it's like how many of those children are excelling in math and science and reading right now? You know, if most of their school time is going on this topic, that's the program. And so for the children who have been able to avoid that, I do see those children as special seeds that are supposed to be here right now with a different way of thinking than what's been passed down in the previous lives that's been on this planet right now. They are, they are coming with a different way. They are coming with a lot less tolerance of the bull, you know? They're not just believing in right. everything. It don't matter if you're my parent. If this doesn't sit right with my soul, then I'm not going to just believe it. That's cool. I'm not knocking that. What I'm what I'm trying to say is we're not talking about the exceptions to the rule. We're not actually not talking about the star seeds. We're talking about those that aren't, that don't have the, you know what I'm saying, that don't have that. And even with having an old soul, 
you're still living here. Mm-hmm. There's still rules and confinements. You see what I'm saying? That can get you in trouble. So it's it, you can't, it, there has to be a level of balance with being free. You know what I'm saying? Well, and that's where you just instill morals in your child. Like if you teach your child the right, the the general rights and wrongs, do unto others as you would have them do unto others. What is that these days? But see, that's what I'm saying. What is that these days? There is no general I don't know about no mom. You said the old school, and this is what I'm saying. See, it's the old school. My daughter understands old school talk. My daughter understands that she can't just walk up to an adult and and go off on them or cuss them out. That's your child. Not my, not my cousin. I got cousins that don't know that. I, I don't. I got cousins that don't know that. Um, this is what I'm trying to explain to you. There right. are people out there who are not like that. You raised your child a certain way. You put a certain energy into her, and you yourself, you know what I'm saying, are a special being. We're all special, but you're tapped into your specialness. The majority of us aren't. So there are kids out here, you know what I mean, who have who think because they. It's one thing to have to be free, but there is still have to be some type of um, discipline to go along with it. You see what I'm saying? Like, again, I'm 37 years old. I'll be 40 soon. I'm grown as fuck. But if you're older than me, at least 10 years older than me, you know what I'm saying? I see you as a form of an elder. So there's a level of respect that I'm going to give you automatically. But that was taught to me. Look, I, I well, my mom taught me respect morning. my elders, but then reality hit that a lot of the elders just because the age don't mean nothing. It don't. Well, but see, again, so, from the rip though. See, here's the thing. Now you get respect automatically. Now, once you do something, you know what I'm saying to you know make me feel like I have to defend myself, then I will do that, and regardless right. of how you feel about it. So yeah, I'm all about that. But the initial. You know what I'm saying? Because you are my elder, I'm going to be respectful. Even if you even if you start to come at me wrong, I'm already calculating in my mind. All right. This woman is older than me. This person is older than me. You know, they're set in their ways. I take into consideration their background. I do all of this in my mind. Matter of fact, I, matter of fact, I just had a situation that happened to me two days ago that happened. A woman that I've known my whole life. She remembered me when I was in my mama's womb. I have not seen this woman in about 30 years. We've only seen or interacted with each other if we had on social media. She posted something and I will give her this. She was absolutely right. I did not read. I did not read the post. I wasn't really paying attention to the post. I was responding to what she said to me being plump queen and, you know, want to be the fixer. It looked like a distress call to me. She was saying about how something that she needs to change, being emotional and, you know, letting things go. So I'm an emotional person. I've been working on letting shit go. So it it told me just something in me just told me to, you know, say that to her. You know, emotions is like an ebb and flow. You just got to let it go. You know what I'm saying? I I was all positive with the shit, you know. She snapped at me about that. Got a whole attitude, got real sass. That's because people do not telling someone to let it go, to let go of control over a situation they feel it there that's not an option is kind of like offensive to a point, right? Here's what's crazy though. You the your post says name the one thing that you need to change. That's what she posted. That was her purpose for posting that. 
And what she said is she needs to be, she's too emotional. So she needs to change. She needs to let stuff go. So you just said in the post that that was the post she was making. Okay. So my point of me bringing this up is as an elder, my initial thought process, instead of barking back at her because she's my elder, I'm not going to lie. What I did was what I said was sarcastic afterwards, but I was answering a question because she pretty much told me, I don't know how to read. You need to read the post. The post told you to name what you need to change, not what I, not for you to comment well, on. Well, I mean, I think that's, that's true. That's she was true. She was absolutely right. And she was absolutely right. So you know what I said? So I answered the question. I read it. So I said is what I need to do is stop giving people advice when they don't ask for it. And that's true. And that's, that's true. <laughs> that's true, right? Right? I was just going to ask you. You know what I'm saying? That, that's true. You know what I'm saying? But she took that so offensively, brought God into it, all this other shit, right? And you can't, and, and that's where you just have to just. And I stopped. And that's I did. the new thing. Now you know, my, my intentions was pure with the comment. That's all I know. I'm sorry if you if it didn't resonate with you, then you know. But that's what it, I did. And I even personally, I instead of continuing on on because I don't like arguing online, I don't do I don't do black arguments. I don't like seeing no arguments at all. I don't like arguments at all, but I'm really serious about my people. I we do too much of that on 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 social media and on TV, us going back and forth and arguing and, and doing all that. I don't I don't like doing that. So if me and you have a problem that starts on social media, I'll go into your inbox. Let's talk about this personally. We don't need an audience on our Discord. I don't be trying to get to know people that close to be having inboxing. Well, see, here's the thing. It was, <laughs> I just wanted to let her know, but and, and back to what I'm saying, how I was raised. Because like I said, I see this woman as my elder. I've never had an issue. So you're just wanting life. to make sure she knows that you weren't trying to. Yes, her that was all. That. I wanted to let her know, like, listen, lady, that was not my intentions. Like that totally went left and it was unnecessary. But she was like, she wasn't interested in that. God knows. Okay. And that's okay. So that was it. She got blocked. Oh, but she this got is my <laughs> Oh, yeah. I don't see now. I don't need to see nothing you say. See, I don't need, I don't need that energy at all because I'm a healer. If I see some shit on my news feed, you know what I'm saying? I can't help but one, you know what I'm saying? But wanting to help. Everyone's mission is not your mission. So I can gladly scroll up on some sad ass shit. And if it doesn't resonate for me to say something, I'm not going to say nothing. Because then that right. shit could happen to where you just gave your energy out and it gets thrown in your face. You know, It resonated with me to say something. So I guess that was my lesson. The ancestors needed me to learn that lesson. Because I don't, I see a lot of shit on my news feed. I do not speak on it. I promise you. I would go crazy if I commented on every little thing right. that I saw. But certain, like I said, I felt I... Because I've known you my whole life. I ain't even having seen you in 30 years, but I had that, that small attachment from being from where we were from. You know what I'm saying? Even understanding how you can possibly be fucked up. So let me, you know what I'm saying? Just based off because we was from the same neighborhood and you hung out with my aunts and them when y'all were younger and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not worried about her. She's not a, she's not a problem. But, I'm making the point of, how I move because I how I was taught. My cousins, though, the ones under me, that'd have been a hell no. They would have cursed her out. Yeah. Found all it would have found all of her, all the stuff that they know about her, 
they'd have spread it all over social media. That comment, that comment feed would have been crazy. Right, but that would have said a lot about them too, because it's really not that serious. So it's not put all that energy. What I mean about the difference, though, ridiculous. But when it comes to the having faith that you're raising your children right, for me, I don't worry about what every other little. Brandy and Tommy and them are being raised because they're not my responsibility. All I can do is make sure that my daughter knows right from wrong, that I teach her the core values. My mom taught me the core values and I still got my own way of living, but I know those core values. My brothers, we can go and we have our journeys. Whatever our life has brought to us, we go through it, whether we're in the wrong or in the right, whether we get hurt or we succeed in life. We have those core values that we always go to. So yes, if someone else isn't instilling those core values in their children, then all I can do is have faith that my daughter knows how to handle those types of energies whenever she's interacting with them and that they're not bothering her or hurting her or causing her pain, that she's able to share light to those individuals who weren't instilled with the right morals, that she can be a, a great display of what the right morals looks like. You know, because, yeah, I was the child. I never was disrespectful to teachers. But then the person right next to me is cussing the teacher out, talking about the teacher's hair, you know, and everything else. So it was like, there's going to be different. There is different ones of us. But my job isn't to worry about the ones who is path isn't to teach their children the right morals right now. That's their paths. There's balance. There's supposed to be baby kids in schools, just like they're supposed to be the, the scientists and the doctors, which there's a lot more of the scientists and doctors than our baby children. It's just the, the environments that those children are raised in, you know, and that's creating and molding them into that. The kids cussing out their teachers is because right. they go home and their children, they're listening that's to their parents that, cuss out everybody on the phone. That is a fact. And you know? that is that, and that's my, and this is where so I do have faith. I have that a lot of the children are going to stop for the children who do have unhealthy environments and unhealthy parents trying to project their traumas on them. Those children are going to have strong enough souls nowadays that they're still able to reject that programming and make it through. Okay, okay. I have I that faith. I, I, that's what I want. I just like I just think about these last three years. And I just think about how it was when I was growing up and how different it is. Like, you know, I got bullied as a kid, just like everybody else. I was a fat kid. So I got the fat jokes, you know what I'm saying? But I ain't never thought in my mind that I wanted to kill myself because, you know what I'm saying? Because I've been, I, I was, I was bullied. You know what I mean? I, you know what I'm saying? I, it's just different. It, it's just different for me. So it's like, where does that, where does that draw that line? And that's where this control comes from because it's like, not to say that there aren't um, parents who do it in the wrong way. I'm talking specifically about the ones who do try their best to do it the right way, you know, trying to give their kids a little bit of leeway so they can live their life, but also be the parent. Because as a parent, it is your job to guide them through this world and teach them how and to protect live them. And, and protect them in this world until they can do it for themselves. So I see the dilemma with some you know what I'm saying? With some parents. Some I mean, and I completely parents. understand because my you know? soul wants to homeschool my daughter so bad. And she is caught in the sauce right now. I got to wait. Like, you know, because she right now is about her social life. She's Miss Popular. She's on the dance scene. She got all her friends. You know, they've been friends now for years. Like, she's caught in that. She's caught in that system. I let her get caught up. You know, I didn't have everything in a row to be able to homeschool her before she got addicted to the life. So now she addicted to the school life and her social life. And, you know, I have to find that balance. Of making 
clear that I'm still getting the information into her that she needs to have given to her without and that I can help her cipher what's real knowledge and what's programming, false programming and bad energy through the social media and stuff. But we don't know. That's the thing. We don't know really what these children are receiving on, on their scrolls because you have to remember these social media sites and stuff, they know the age of our children. They know the age of us, most of them. and Or our children are lying. Get on the platforms and saying they're older than what they are. So if, yes. social, if Instagram thinks your child's profile is being ran by an 18-year-old, you have no idea what your child is being exposed to. And you have to just Ooh. accept that. If, you've, if, if your child's 13 and they've had a phone since they're nine, even if you didn't, if you like, I didn't want my daughter to have a phone, but my daughter, I was working full time and she was having to be home. So I had to make sure she was safe. So she had to get a phone, you know, now that I had to get her a nice, like iPhone. No, but you know, like she caught in the sauce. All the kids got it. So, you know, so it's like, you can't just take that from them either. Once you, you know, you have to create a balance. Now that's where you have to accept the challenge of arguing with them every day about how much phone time they should have because in reality you've already let them get addicted to the phone okay. you know well, there are let me let me ask you a question now most people will assume like okay so as you said once you allow them to have it you know what i'm saying you have to balance it out but but it would seem that you would be controlling if you didn't allow them to have it at all there are parents who don't allow their children and to that's have certain situations yeah, for that very reason? Because it is hard to give some, give a kid something, and then tell them no. So most parents would feel like, well, y'all not just gonna have them anyway. But that would be a level of control. Why you, you know what I'm saying? Well, every everybody else got it, and that's another thing. But how society with all the other kids got it, all the other stuff. So how do you, how do you combat that? You know what I'm saying? Because. Right. That's technically controlling. Tell Especially if you got a child in public school because you, you're right. not about to have no high schooler in public right. school without a cell phone. And it, every it, child it, exactly. in school got a phone. Exactly. Now, I remember so when I was that's where up. If you're going to do that, that's a lifestyle, though. That's a lifestyle. So, you know, if that is just to that point where, like, I feel that strong about my child not even having the phone, I promise, like, I found a way for her to be homeschooled so that she's not even bothered about what the other children have if i'm going at, if i'm going as control this society will see that as you're controlling your kids you're not letting them live you a lot of people see that as that's why a lot of people so, don't but what's that matter what's the matter i feel you i'm just saying I, I, i'm just saying that don't matter that I'm does not saying. matter at all that has no thought to my day on what other people are thinking about my decisions and that's where we have to stop all we thinking about is what other people is going to think about what we do and the sooner we just start doing what the hell we want to do the better off we're going to be because at the end of the day i'm thinking about a bunch of people that that, that do not exist what do where are these people right now because i need them to pay some bills i need them to help me out if they care that much about what i'm doing in my life like well when you know kids, when you send your children to school technically you put them in a position for those people to have something to say. Yeah, so, no, so, so you do have to think about other people in that light. Now, but we're talking about if we homeschooling our children, we're talking about not having them in the school. Where you, we're saying that you know, if a person's keeping their child away from phones and stuff, and they've created a situation to where their children's not even going to public school, they're going to homeschool. And you say, you know, a lot of society would see that as control. And I'm saying that doesn't matter what society would see it as. You're not allowing your child to be victim of this system. 
So it doesn't matter if they see it as control because a lot of people have no control. So then I need you to define control because you're the one who said that you we have to let go. Yeah, we have to let go of control. I'm talking so about wearing. So control as in the energy of stressing it. You know, you lay your foot down and then it goes. You don't lay your foot down and then it's not flowing or, you know, but I'm not going to spend all day stressing about what my daughter is learning at school and worrying about. I'm not going to spend all day, every day that she leaves the house worrying about if she is safe and that being her best being, because I know she is. I know she's protected. I know she's safe. And I know that at all times she's going to make the right decision. You know, I, I have that much faith in her. So therefore, I'm not going to... I'm, that's all the control that I need. This is just no, like, you know, now if something comes up and somebody was like, hey, your daughter was out doing this, this, and this, and I'm like, <gasps> you know, then we we may say my parenting didn't work out so well. Then we can say Misha don't well, know shit about parenting. But no, no, seen, no, no, I will never say that. And no, the, and I, because I know that there's so many different ways of parenting, and I know I have a more lax way of parenting, but that's because I'm watching my child go from a, a little larva to a butterfly you know like yeah we apply pressure on them i apply pressure on her when it comes to her grades when it comes to how she feels about herself the words that she speaks out of her mouth the people that she allows into her circle and how she allows them to treat her i apply pressure and control in those areas but when it comes to what she wants to do every day how she wants to dress like just be respectful of your body you know like i don't want control in that that's for you to express yourself that's your avatar this is your life you're creating it mommy's just hearing it you know but I'm going to always, you know, feel like I can speak on things to help guide her away from situations that may not be better. But I'm not going to, like, especially when she turns 18, like, my baby's... This is the clarity that I'm, I, I, I was looking for from my perspective from the, of this um, conversation. Because there needs to be a balance because you have some people on this side, you have some people on this side. How do you get to the middle? Because, again, both are, you know what I'm saying, both energies are needed. Mm -hmm. That level of control and that level of freedom, it needs to be on a scale. So I, my my question is, you know, as far as playing devil's advocate. Trust, having trust. It's all about faith and trust. That. You know it's what I'm saying? It's about faith and trust. It's really about faith and trust. It is, you're right, it's a balance. You can't always be a free-spirited parent and have no, you know, guidance or say so in what your child does but at the same time you can't be the helicopter parent either and so right because i find that trust you find that trust by knowing that you're doing every day what you're supposed to do as a parent whenever your child needs you you're there for them and then the rest you trust you just have to have trust that they're protected and that you're not first off i don't let my daughter go with just anybody my daughter don't just stay the night with just anybody but i never let her do that so that's not an energy that she feels she's missing out on because she's never did that Okay. You know, like usually when I was your daughter's age, that was around the time um, when my mom had moved to um, on her own and she was really deep into her relationship. So she did give me a level of freedom, but that freedom was based off of because she was spreading herself too thin. So I was I was good. The ancestors, you know, definitely took care of me. And clearly she had faith of a strawberry seed where I was concerned that I was going to be all right. And she wasn't worrying about that because I very my last year of elementary school, the way I was going to school and all that other stuff, depending on who you ask, 
you know what I'm saying? It was rather dangerous. I was a 12 year old girl traveling in a neighborhood that I just moved to and I was crossing highways at six o'clock in the morning and up north, six o'clock in the morning is dark. The sun doesn't rise, you know what I'm saying, at six. So I'm walking, I lived in a building, um, I lived on the 18th floor. So I'm traveling through the whole building, walking through parking lots, walking through parks, walking through, you know what I'm saying, uh, miles to get to this place by myself. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it wasn't economically working for her to be able to take me to school anymore based off where we moved to. So again, and I was protected. Clearly. Right. She had faith. Clearly. She, she did. That she had no other options in that time, moment in time. And so she has to have faith that you're going to be okay because she don't have any other options. Well, see, here's the thing. From my perspective, she did have another option. She chose to do what she wanted to do because she was trying to balance out having a relationship and taking care of me. Something could have happened to me. See, That's it wasn't true. just, you see what I'm saying? So what she could have done is not moved until, you know what I'm saying, I got out of school or you could have driven me because you did have a car. You know what I'm saying? You decided to move all the way on the other side of Queens, way far away from the school that I was going to. And you and she wanted me to stay in the school. She felt like that was the best school for me. So that's where I need to stay. But you didn't put me in a position to make it cool. You know what I mean? You kind of put me in danger to give me what you thought I needed and to give yourself what you needed. So again, that faith of a mustard seed was great because it worked. I was I was smart enough. I was intelligent enough. I did I did not have the energy. I knew not to talk to strangers. I knew how to keep it moving and not get into places. Did she knew that? I, I I knew all of those things absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Girl, so, I don't know. I don't know what the f the parenting thing is with melanin moms and their daughters to where they just throw us to the wolves at a crazy early age because they just know we're gonna handle it. Like that's kind of like in the in the animal kingdom, they do that shit. You know, that's where our animalistic traits come out, whether we want to realize it and recognize it or not. Our moms know what we can handle. They know when we're smart enough and intelligent enough to navigate in the real world and when we need them walking and holding our hands through some shit. The boys, they tend to hold their hands through stuff because they are women and they were more than likely thrown out into the real world on their own and they knew they knew what they survived. They expect that from us. They expect that really the only way we are going to succeed in life is to be thrown out there. Now, do I agree with that parenting? Fuck no. That's traumatizing. That's how we get childhood traumas these days. You know, should I have been babysitting at four and five years old? Probably not. But, you know, <laughs> it's, like, it's yeah. the, you know, like, because I can't imagine right now, like five years old, like, what the hell was my mom? And it's another thing, too. It's not like it was when. And we're not even that old, but stuff is still different. Like in the eighties, shit was still, even though there was rapists back in the eighties, there was crazy people back in the eighties or in the nineties and all of that, but it's just different now. My, I don't, I don't strongly, but I strongly do not believe that my mom would have been that willy nilly right. if I was born here, if I was born in this time, in this day right. and age, I don't see my mom letting me go out and right, do Right, exactly. And that's what matters. And that's what matters. It's not so for me. So that's what I mean. So in this climate, how do parents, you know, 
find that balance and you know what I'm saying in that non-control because it's dangerous out here. But it's about what we focus on because this big dangerous world that y'all be talking about on news and I don't that's it's not there for me in my reality. Until I feel you, but the reality not, is there are 42,000 black women missing right now. But See, that's the reality because we focusing on that. In reality, we don't really know how many is missing. It could be way more than that. More than likely, it's, right. it's not 42,000. Right. But what is what is me knowing that going to do for me right now? Knowing that information that because you know because knowing that that is going on right now, now you can move a certain but way. But I move a certain way anyway, so that's what I'm saying. I always am always. That's you. But see, that's that, useless. But that's useless. See, but I like to think that most mindset. women, most women are smart and intelligent enough to know how to to check their surroundings and stuff when they're out. Now I, I know young girls go out and they get drunk, and that's what I'm so okay. So you we talking about those people. It's clear that if you have a right mind and all of that good stuff, that we're talking about the people who don't. So how do you how do you tell the parents of those kids who don't? How do you tell them to balance out trying to not even saying control and trying to protect their children and then also allowing them to live their life? It's not that it's not like again, and then we're not taught that either. We don't come into this parent situation where okay. I'm literally teaching good movie 300. I use this a lot as an example. It's their culture. Okay. That the boys, you know what I'm saying? Are supposed to go in war. You know, everybody has their place, you know what I'm saying? In, in, in the country and how they do things. So you're not even a true Spartan until you go out in the wilderness, survive the wilderness by yourself and come back. Right. Like that that's how but these they are trained from day one. Well, I was trained how that and so are we. A lot of us well, are not. trained from day one. Well, a well, lot of us. We're taught one thing, no one thing is said to us, and we're thrown into a whole nother situation. It's not the same. We are not taught from rip that yo. When you get older, you know what I'm saying, you're gonna have to do this by yourself. I'm gonna have to put you in a situation, you know what I'm saying, where you have to go through a level of test. But you got but our soul signed up for it. So our soul signed up for our journey, though. Our soul signed up for it. So whether we remember in the time of going through it or not, we always come to the realization of why we went through it. No, we may not. Everybody comes to that realization. And nobody has. So we're talking about the people who don't have that understanding. But they will get that understanding when they're supposed to get that understanding. Okay. They'll have the understanding when they have when they're supposed to have that lesson when they actually take time to focus on what why that happened and what the energy was, and to get the clarity they'll receive the clarity. Those people haven't received the clarity because they've not been they've not been worried about receiving it. They're not they're not trying to receive it. Most people aren't because they don't know that it's there to receive. So then that's what we gotta do is just let them know that there's something they need to receive out in the universe. They should start focusing on themselves. But that's, and that's what this conversation is about. And that's my point, because most people don't think like that's what I'm saying. Most people don't think this deep. I don't know how most people think, Tamara. I'm an alien. You know this. I don't know what humans is thinking right now. Okay. Okay, well, alien, I'm human. So let me, let me, let me, let me let you know. Let me put you on to how, and this is my, and that's my whole point. I, it's understanding all of those aspects. We are these beings, you know, we're souls having a human experience. Mm -hmm. That is overstood. But remember, I'm talking about the human experience. We still have to have this experience. And if we're going to have it the best way possible, we have to understand these things. And that's attachment. 
Yeah, or- controlled by detachment, emotional detachment. We, I think we've talked about this before. Okay, like- now that's out. Now that makes sense. We are emotionally, even parents to child, child to parent, to this and that. They have a level of detachment. Okay, see, product, product, <laughs> go and get your pillows. Go it was like <laughs> right answer. There you go. Go and get some. Be inspired apparel. But yeah, it's like again, them, even the moms, they they had their feelings about it. They did not like sending their sons off or whatever. But again, that was instilled in them. That was their way of doing things. So they understood the value in it. It, it wasn't about, it wasn't emotional. You know what I'm saying? It was actually a logical process right. for them to become who they were supposed to be. Right. So but we have this emotional thing because parents, you know, and even children, you know what I'm saying? We have this attachment, but we're not taught we're not taught to balance that out. You know what I'm saying? This is why you have some parents who overly spoil their kids. You know what I'm saying? Or then you have those who are just extremely neglecting. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why we have these extremes when there's supposed to be a balance in that. You know what I'm saying? You do have to have a level of um of detachment. Like how I see it when I have kids, if I have children, I'm gonna put them through I'm we're gonna be well off but I'm still going to put them through processes. You know what I'm saying? So they can learn how to live in this world because anything can happen. You know what I'm saying? What if I make a bad business decision and lose everything and then die? How do you live? How, how, how are you going to survive? You know what I'm saying? This world that I brought you to kind of thing. So when you, and I'm talking about surface levels of Bank, you know what I'm saying? How to how to deal with money and how to relate to other people and, and, and all of that stuff. So I per like like teaching them about finances and responsibility. I'm never going to I'm not gonna um charge my children to stay with me, but I will be taking money for them and putting it in a bank account. Right. So they can know because they have to learn how to pay bills. They have to learn how to pay bills. I think that's, I'm sorry, you just triggered something in me. All right. Because I think that is the dumbest thing. I've experienced this, like, to be charging your child who is nowhere near where they're supposed to be in life, especially because you ain't did anything to make sure that they had a, a head start in life. But now the little bit of a start they're trying to give to themselves, they're giving pro- majority of the funds to you for a house that you're supposed to be paying for anyways. Like that, that is the most, that's, that, that's something I got to, I realize I got to work through that because I think, I think that's fucked up. I really do. I don't feel you. I, I, I feel you, sit, And that's what, and you know, I would never charge my daughter. Like I, I feel you. I, I, I absolutely feel you. So again, so the balance in that, no, you abs- I will not charge my children, but they do need to know the responsibility that there's going to be money coming out it's of the money. Day. Yeah. You're, you can't just go money. Money do grow on trees if it's made out of paper. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you can't just you just can't waste resources. Right. You know what I'm saying? And not know where they're coming from and not knowing that they're being replenished. You have to understand that somebody has to work for this. Somebody right. has to do something to make this. So, like I said, what I would do is when they're at their time, if I'm charging them rent. I'm not going to keep that money. I'm going to put it in a bank account with their name in it. I'm going to start, you know what I'm saying, start them with their banking. So when they are ready to go and get their own place, they have their down payment, first month, first month rent, whatever, fuck, da, 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 everything that you need to get your own place. So you literally got your own place. I'll be back. Okay. So that is my way. That would be my way 
of, you know what I'm saying, uh, of doing that. That's the balance. I'm teaching my child how to pay bills, how to be responsible, but at the same time, I'm not taking from them because she's absolutely right, you know, I, and I, I got I got family members right now that I got to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? You wait, it's like as, as a people, we wait until our kids are a certain age and that's based off of the fact that we didn't make the right decisions. So this is why the whole faith, to wrap it back to the topic, faith of a strawberry seed, I'm having a bit of difficulty with just completely embracing that. Because don't get me wrong, I know my ancestors got me. I, all of that good stuff, Every they've proven that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm trying to, me personally, trying to, you know, figure out the balance with being free and letting go, but also, you know what I'm saying, controlling what it is that I can control. I want to do my part. I want to do everything that I possibly can so the so the ancestors can do the rest. You know what I mean? So and and for me, I come from a right now, I'm on business mode. This channel, my podcast, you know, everything that I got going on right now in my mind has to do with business. So when it comes down to business, there are certain things that have to be done. You know, I think about all the people who are wealthy right now. She's back. You know, they, I was thinking about, like I was saying, about the people that are wealthy right now and the things that they, you know, they've had to do to, be, to, to become that. And regardless of what's going on, I'm sure they have faith in whomever, but they also have to do certain things. Certain things have to be done and they have to control how that works. So I personally have been working on, you know what I'm saying, having faith, but also making sure that I'm doing my part and controlling what I can control you know what i'm saying but see, and see a lot of it i think is making sure that we're trying to control the right things a lot of times we try to we try to place control and and a lot of energy and stuff we're not supposed to, to supposed to like sometimes we're supposed to be in rest periods you have to recognize when you're in a rest period when spirit is pulling you away so that you can clear your energy of all the stuff and then come back and be focused and if you don't give your time to yourself the time to do that the capability to do that then you're being busy with a lot of stuff that's not part of your purpose in reality, you know, and so it's about being able to have that understanding that, okay, there's time for actions, there's times for action, but then there's also time for discernment for you to gain your clarity and stuff, you know, and so. That's something I got to work through because from my perspective, I've been resting for 10 years. When I lost my arm, that was the universe sitting me down to do whatever, you know what I'm saying? So now I feel like I and gave me the path now so now it's time for it's me to go time it. it's go time yeah so that's how i have it in my mind so when it comes down to resting and i, I do it because i ain't got no choice to be quite honest the, the answers is kind of make that make that happen i do have to make sure i i go steady with setting this foundation i i've embraced that i understand that so i'm good with where that's concerned but i'm I'm, I am worried about what I can do. Because like I said, I've been sitting and been kind of chilling. And see, and that's, yeah. you can't worry. You just got to so keep that faith. I want to make worry sure. and energy is going to contradict the faith. You can't, you can't worry and have faith in the same. And they're two contradicting energies. So you have to choose one. I can dig it. I know that's hard. I know that's hard. I know that's easier said than done. But I promise you, it's, it's literal science. You have to think about literally the frequency, the vibration that your body is putting out. Because it's, it's actual science. And so it, this isn't like some mythical, 
you know, like faith thing. This is actual science. If you are vibrating at a certain frequency, then that's what you're going to attract. If you're vibrating out of worry, all you're going to attract is the things that you're worried about. If you're if you're vibrating at a frequency of trust and faith and release, like just going with the flow, then that's what you're going to attract is the things that spirit's trying to flow into your orbit. But we can't worry and have faith at the same time. It's a contradictory of energies. Like you can't be happy and miserable at the same time. I can you know, it. I can dig it. I just, I, I be trying. I, I'm, I'm doing my due diligence. I'm, I I'm know. Gonna figure, I'm gonna figure it out. I know. I, I, I know. I, worry, like, uh, I don't want you to think that I just be sitting because I really don't just sit around. I try no, really I don't hard think that at all. to find other shit. I, I, it's not working. All right, so let me do this. So, and, but that starts to pile up on me, and I feel like that. I guess that's just the ancestors testing me, testing my faith. All right, we're gonna just. Girl, look at the situation that I'm in right now. You think I don't understand? Like, literally, the day that I'm like, okay, whoo, it's go time. We got some money in the bank. We got the job going. We got everything going. About to move out of this nigga. I'm like, we got everything. And then, bam, car wreck. What the fuck? Like, yeah. What the fuck? So, what, now I have the option to either stress even more or just be like, Whatever y'all doing, just do it. Like, and that's why I choose. I'm like, whatever the hell y'all got going on, just do it, okay? Like, if just do it. Like, I, 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 because at this point, there's what else can I do? Literally, you know, like, you know, that's easy for me. Major things are easy for me to do that because it's clear I can't do nothing. Anything, right? Like with my arm. That's why I took this so well. There was nothing that I could do to bring this shit back. There was, no, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's the little things that I feel that can be controlled that isn't being controlled. And I think that's what bothers me. Cause like, again, like a car wreck, listen, what you're going to do about that, that that's gone. So all you can right. do is clearly I'm alive. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. So clearly I'm here for a reason. For some reason I'm, I'm able to embrace the most the larger, I guess, the, the larger lessons than the smaller ones. So maybe that's why the ancestors are just throwing the little stuff at me so I can I can right. get, get that right. That, that's the only thing that makes sense to me now. Because if you have faith that they, that if you can have faith in losing your arm, why wouldn't you have faith over a phone bill? That's be the weird. <laughs> that's the weird. And see, that's weird about me because, like I said, this for me, this is tangible. Like my arm is gone. I can't bring that back. I can't sew the bitch back on. You know what I'm saying? I know for a fact that my homegirl that was an accident. There was no thoughts in my mind ever that she meant to do that. So right. So I can, that's easy for, that was easy for me to accept. It's another thing when I have a purpose to fulfill, you know what I'm saying? And I am putting my all into something. And now it seems like I'm putting myself in a bind or I'm losing my foundation, trying to do what it is that I feel like. It just like seems like you're losing it though. That's just the perspective you're choosing to see on it. It could I also mean, be that spirit is just removing all the old stuff out of the way so that the new can come in. Absolutely. I know that, but in the moment, I need to know that. And that's what I'm working on. <laughs> that's what I'm working on. See, for me, it's Let's in let the this moment. dog out. Now, do you think? See, for me, it's in the moment, understanding that. Because we talking about it right now. Go lay down. Go chilling. It's logical. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm talking about it instead of actually living it in the moment. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm talking about it, I can dissect it. 
I can logically put it together. It makes absolutely sense. But in the moment, my emotions get become a part of that. And so you have to have that balance. You have right, to and that's what I've been trying to Transmute, transmute, transmutation. Yeah, this is when you have to learn to transmute the energy you're feeling into a different energy in that moment. So if you're just stressing out and worrying, this is where you think, okay, oh, I don't know how this is going to get paid. But you know what? I know it's going to get paid if it's supposed to be in my life. Period. I, if, I, if I really need a phone bill, then that's just going to get paid. If I really need a car, then the bill's going to get paid every month. You know, like that's all that's really like the control because I'm going out every day and doing what I can. You know, if I have a job, I, I work my job. If you know, go out and do what you're supposed to, but you that's all you can do. That's literally all you can do, you know, and stay in the high energy. That's all you can do is stay in the high energy. And I'm saying this because when you're going to work, if you hate your job. That is eight hours minimum out of your day that you are in energy of discontent and, you know, anger or frustration. That's eight hours of your day that you, and it only takes 17 seconds of a consistent thought to start to manifest it. So if you spend eight hours of your day talking about how you can't stand being around these people in this place, like, I promise you're never going to manifest what you're trying to bring into reality. See, like, that's easy. Out of life. I tell people around me that all the time. See, now that's easy. See, that's the thing. And that's the, that's easy for me to say. You know what I mean? Because, like, yo, you're in this place, like, but I'm not in that situation. This is my business. This is my purpose. This is my legacy. You know what I'm saying? So it, I actually enjoy helping people. I enjoy doing this. You know what I'm saying? But my reality is, is I can't do this, you know, solely by myself. And even just us. This is, I'm building a company. I'm not just trying right. to do a podcast. I'm trying to build a whole network. Right, exactly. Uh, saying of content. So, and I guess that's where I get discouraged. You know what I'm saying? I feel yeah, like and you got to take all the weight off of it, okay? Like, you're trying to build a body. Yeah, that's where I'm coming from. easily obtained to you, and you're going to receive that just as easily if you was just trying to be the manager at McDonald's because it's in your calling, and that's what spirit has for you. So that's all you need to know is that, no matter how grand or great it is, there's nothing that's going to stop that from coming to you because there's a reason that is your vision. It's because you're supposed to be doing it. And so you don't have to control or feel like, you know, you have this weight of this huge thing that you're trying to do. It shouldn't feel like a heavy weight. You should just know that's your calling. You're doing what you're supposed to every day. You get on your shows, you uh, advertise and marketing, you're doing what you're supposed to. So that's all that you can do now. We release the control of who comes to who comes to watch, who receives the messages, who wants to download it on the TVs. We release all that control because I know that I'm on path. That's all I know is that I'm on path. As long as I know and feel that I'm on path, I'm not stressing about nothing else. Period. Now, once I feel like I'm not on path, once I you know start feeling more discomfort in my day than comfort, or you know. Uh, dissatisfied, oversatisfied, then now I'm like, okay, I need to look at some things in my life, what's going on, because now I'm not, I know I'm not manifesting nothing because I don't feel good. You know, I'm not at the frequency to be able to do that. And so that's when we go and we start trying to change and control the things that we can. But as long as it's clear and obvious that you're on the right path, there's no reason to stress. You know? Ashe. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> I'm not going to rebuttal anymore. I, 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 
I, I say, I hear you. I'm I love like, it because you, 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 you make me debate with you sometimes, and I'm like, okay, because I'm standing strong on this. I know you said what you saying, but. <laughs> I'm like me to tell you, it's a magical like, ride. I'm trying to be like you, person. man. I'm keeping it real. I, I'm trying. I, I'm trying to be just like you. I, but I am who I am, and I know, and, and I have my thought processes. So, you know, I don't. You know, it's not supposed to be like me. You're supposed to be like you. You know, you're just I mean, you know, I, of you. You know, I'm I'm trying to get that kind. I'm trying to embrace. And you're gonna get there, like you, like you do, and you know, like I used to say, I want to be like monks because, like, yeah, they. They are the example of the type of balanced being that I harmony, want. Harmony, self-harmony. Yeah, they are very harmonious within themselves. Not to say that I need to shave my head and go on a mountain with them and all that, but just the way they see life is yeah. really how I want to see life. They don't. That's how we see. That's how. Yeah, that's oh, our yeah. way. That was our original way of thinking too. Before all this extra shit came along, we were actually just, you know, be like, "Oh, okay." This Absolutely, is what it is, I'm trying to get back to that. I'm truly trying to get back to that because, yeah, I, I really because I everything you say makes sense, and it even bothers me that emotionally I haven't embraced that yet because I know what you're saying is true. I know that for a fact. And yeah, was that's exactly what I would tell another person. So that also bothers me that for some reason, I'm just not embracing it on an emotional level because I want to so bad. I really wish that somebody can just say anything to me and I'll just get. Because that's really where you got to get with it. But, you know, I had my own. My own. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to be like that. I, I really want nothing that nobody. I, but I had my own. Bother me, man. I had my own obstacle course that created that being. Right. Well, I, yeah, that's why I said. I don't know. Because I've always been this way. There was times where I should have been speaking up. You know, I should have actually, and that's why I've had to find balance because you can be too much like that. And then, you know, people want to uh, mistreat you and abuse you because they think they can run over you because you're kind. So I was always the type, I got bullied, like I said, from like preschool to my senior year, horribly, like pictures on Facebook of my hair while I'm in foster care, you know, like staying outside the school till six o'clock waiting for me to come out to fight me. And I would just stay in there scared, hanging out with the teachers, like, so I realized, you know, that, yeah, you can have too much of a, and it wasn't even that I didn't care. It was, I was afraid to confront the situation. Yeah. So you have to realize when you're, when you're not caring, it's coming out of suppression of fear for caring, you know? And so there's a balance with it too. Um, there's all, everything is about balance. Right. But um, I can say that it's a lot easier to be on the, I don't care. Like Abraham Hicks would say, you know, so in, in my terminology, be more in the I don't give a fuck energy. We had this talk a couple weeks ago compared to the giving a fuck because a lot of times we're giving a fuck about a lot of things that we're not supposed to be giving a fuck about. And it's just taking away energy from the things that we're supposed to be giving a fuck about. You know, like you too, like people who gossip. I don't understand gossiping. OK, I've been around a lot of gossiping lately and I'm like, but why are you telling me this person's business? What does that have to do with me right now? Like. Why do I need to know that? And so now I feel like, okay, now I'm giving energy to something that don't have shit to do with my legacy. Like, in reality, I'm not even going to ever meet this person. Like, I don't care to meet this person. So why do I know this person's business? I don't care about this person or their business. I love that person because they're being on this planet. So if they were to come into my reality, but they're not in my reality right now. So they're like, it's like, you know, 
it's all about being able to control what we focus on at every second of the day every moment of the day even when especially when we're being intimate if you're humping on people right now with no intent everybody got intentions it's just them intentions may not be good for everybody because they're well beneficial right exactly please themselves to whatever it is they're using that for the right intentions i would say or intentions you know i'm saying that benefit everybody right like wealth building you know i'm trying to around the world for everybody that's all like you know with balance like where compassion love light you would think covid and aids and herpes and all in monkeypox you would think those would be the things that get folks to have sex with intent right but now they like that's what the condom for that's a whole nother subject. That's a whole that's a whole nother subject when we start talking about when we start talking about sex and okay. So sex. ways that we can continue daily to protect practice yes. having faith of a mustard seed. Like yeah. I said, your affirmations, looking in the mirror and just saying the complete opposite of whatever low vibrational thoughts you're having, say the complete opposite thing. So if I say I'm so, so stressed out and don't know what to do, what I'm really gonna say and what I'm gonna change my thought to is Everything is working out in my highest good. I trust the universe, the spirit, God, whoever your your deity person is, that their their best interest for me is being played out. You know, it's about word manipulation, transmute your energy. If you feel stressed and wary, like try to change that energy into an energy of courage and confidence and empowerment. You know, to where your every step you take is with confidence. But the only way you can be confident in the steps that you're taking is if you know that you're on the right path. If you feel that you're on the right path when you're taking those steps. So we have to get on the right path. And the only way to get on the right path is to release control of what we think our path should look like. And to actually be open to to receiving the, the clarity of what our true path is. You know, I could say my path was to be a, a model, travel the world, and, you know, do all this extra stuff to be in the industry or something and then my true path is to travel the world killing people with no cameras around you know like you you know you your soul knows what you want to do but then we add all this extra stuff that the world wants for us or that the world or society or family says that we should be doing around it and most times we just lose sight of what we originally just wanted to do i really i just want to travel i don't give a dang about you know how how a modeling career goes or anything the the moral of it is i just want to see the world so let me not just only focus on modeling and seeing the world or you know getting a job and seeing the world let me actually open myself up to just receiving all of the opportunities that can come with traveling and getting paid so like yesterday i was talking about it my chiropractor's daughter just so happens to be an influence to where she travels the world right now getting paid thousands and thousands and thousands she don't pay for her outfits she don't pay for her flights she don't pay for her hotel rooms or her food so it exists you know but you gotta put yourself out there and that's been my thing is having confidence in myself and my mission and putting myself out there you know that that my weird love and light energy is going to be received by the ones that it's supposed to be received by and so that goes back to faith you know if we can just um and you know the way that you have that faith is by, by that emotional detachment. It don't matter who sees or doesn't see it. I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So the right people are going to resonate and be drawn to it. As long as the consistency is there, you know, be consistent with yourself. Let the spirit work out the rest basically. So yeah, meditate, 
meditate, affirmations, smoke blunt, smoke, <laughs> you know, whatever you got to do to get in the dance, you know, like whatever you got to do to get in the I don't care energy, get in the I don't care energy, get in the feel good energy. The feel good energy is where the magic happens. If you haven't watched the movie Soul, watch the movie Soul by Disney. Because um, that's a great example, a visual, actual example of what the vortex looks like, right? The vortex is the purple space around the guy in soul whenever he's playing jazz, you know, or whenever the dancers are dancers or the musicians are playing their instruments. Whatever makes you feel good is what you are supposed to seek out every day. If the job don't make you feel good, you got to leave it, period. Or you're not going to manifest because you're never going to be in the energy long enough to manifest. If the relationship don't feel good, you have to leave it. Or you can try to fix it, but we're not going to stress about fixing it. Because if it's supposed to be fixed, it's just going to be fixed. If it ain't supposed to be fixed, it's not going to be fixable no matter how much energy you put into it. So the faster you let it go, the better. Right. We have to have faith that there's somebody out there that's actually worthy of us. We're worthy of them. And same for our partner that we're leaving. They have someone out there that's worthy for them and that they're worthy of. And that's more equal energy. But I'm not going to stress and worry about leaving a relationship. I'm not going to stress and worry about leaving a job that more than likely doesn't give a damn about me. I'm not going to stress and worry about my child's well-being when I know that I've taken the time to give them the lessons and the, the, the knowledge that they need to my best ability. Everything else is up to the universe. So the less we spend time trying to control and worry and figure shit out and just let it be and let spirit be, let them flow into us like they want to without, a con without control of how they do it. Cause really they see the bigger picture. A lot of times humans don't see the, the bigger picture. We see what's really right in front of us, but there's always a bigger picture to everything that we're going through. So just remember that. And then let spirit do their job. Let your, your spirit team, your angel team, whoever your ancestors, let them do their job. God, whoever, let them do their job. Stop trying to do their job for them. You don't, you create miracles by having faith and knowing that miracles come to you. That's how you create miracles. The actual miracles don't come, you know, they come by chance. They come out of nowhere. That's why it's a miracle. But miracles can be daily, you know? It's really just about perspective and stuff. So yeah, you know, mind control. You are in control of your mind. And if you're not in control of your mind, get in control of your mind because right now somebody else has control of your mind, whether it be a family member, politics, social media, the society in general, that one negative teacher you had in high school, you know, like whoever it is that has control over your thoughts, I need you to let that person go and you gain control of your thoughts again. And remember that you're a powerful being that can overcome and obtain anything that you want in life as long as you believe it and actually have the true knowledge and faith that that's obtainable for you. And if you don't think it's obtainable for you, then why don't you think you're worthy enough for it? Because you are. You're definitely worthy enough for it, for whatever you want. So let's do this. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna practice through the, the through the seasons of thankfulness and giving and gratefulness. We're gonna practice actually trusting that everything that is supposed to be given to us is being given to us. In the seasons of receiving, let's receive. Okay, we're givers, most of us. Now let's actually practice receiving. Yeah. Okay, you guys. So we're close now. You guys can check me out on Instagram. TikTok at the energy model. Um, email address is the energy model at gmail.com. Facebook is Misha's Love Tribe. And then, um, yeah, Linktree will pop up. Screenshot that. 
and then you know you can go on your camera and pull that back up and yeah you guys check me out i'm excited i'm i'm gonna do better myself of having faith of a mustard seed that this weird knowledge and all this information that i have for you guys is going to be received by who it's supposed to be so while i'm challenging you guys to go out on the faith walk i'm gonna do the same okay all right Ashe, well, like she has said, faith like a mustard seed. So, yeah, Inspire Media Network. Go on Roku. Download it. You ain't got a Roku like I just told somebody yesterday. $24.99 at Walmart. It's the cheapest I've seen. Go on and get you one. All right? Because you can absolutely see Social Therapy Child of Trauma Podcast two days out of the week, every Tuesday and every Thursday at 9 a.m., Come get this work. Come get this healing. And, you know, let's talk about these issues. Because as you can see, I am you know saying I'm, I'm out here trying to figure this out myself. So, you know, uh, we we all in this together. We all trying to heal. So definitely tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 9 a.m. Uh, on Sundays, we may switch the day, but Sundays with Spirit with 33 Master Teacher. We did our last episode on Sunday. So we're going to be moving into season three. So we're going to have a new face. And we may have a new day, but we always going to have all of the spirit and all these messages here so we can also heal in this way. Because I, as y'all can see, I'm all about growth and I'm all about, you know, what I'm saying the the entities and things, you know, saying that help us move forward, you know, saying our lives and getting over our things and our adversities and stuff. So I want to bring spirituality to television. You know what I'm saying? Not knocking, you know, folks, you know, they got their church joints on Sunday, but we want to bring this on and have our tarot, have our Reiki, you know what I'm saying? Have our sound baths, have, you know, all of our spiritual practices, you know what I'm saying? And, and bringing that to the television screen. So absolutely tap in Sundays with Spirit with 33 Master Teacher. Uh, also, we have Amspire interviews. We are booked and busy this month. Um, October is almost filled up. I think we have one more slot. In October, I have some amazing people, you know what I'm saying, that I'm going to be bringing to you guys. Uh, we have uh, this, I should have put that on there. This Friday, we have LJ Malone. He is from Macon, Georgia. He is an advocate for our community. He is going to be talking about redlining and gentrification. If you live in Macon, Georgia, you absolutely need to watch this show. If you live in any type of minority community where these things happen, you absolutely need to watch because he's going to be bringing some resources and a lot of gems on how we can fix this problem. Okay, so Amspire interviews, September 30th, Friday at noon is going to be our first one. And we have three others coming. I'm excited. You should get excited. Come on and get this work. And yeah, new new business card, okay? So like I said, download free on Roku, Inspire Media Network. I am an amputee influencer and podcaster, Plum Queen. That is my QR code right there for my link tree, the Inspired. Go on and scan that however you want to do that and all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, that's all we got. We're in business. So, you know. I love you guys. We love you too. Thank you. You enjoy the rest of y'all's day and we'll see y'all on Thursday. See you on Thursday. Peace.